Oh, that, that's 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 really easy to answer. Because um, I've been thinking about that for the last couple of weeks. So I, that's, that's, but the answer is really easy. I knew the answer before I started thinking about it. Uh, children. I sort of knew by family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Children and family. Well, I, w I say children because my children bring me more joy than my family. <laughs> so uh, so that there's a difference. Um, it, it is my opinion that everything in life is a complete waste of time except children. That's my opinion. And that's a very extreme opinion, but that's how I feel. Everything that anybody does is a complete waste of time if it does not involve children. Anything at all. Every, every, every single thing is a is an act of pure selfishness that if it doesn't involve children. And it's okay to be selfish. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with doing things that you like because you like to do them and doing things you want to do because you want to do it for yourself or be with friends or something like that. That's, that's okay. That's cool. I did that for a long period of my, my life. Um, but life has no meaning without children. And that, that's, that's a very extreme statement to make, but that's that's my experience. And it doesn't mean that if people don't have children, they don't have a life. It doesn't mean that, because you have to have kids when you're ready to have kids, right? You can't have kids before you're really ready to have them. Although no one's ever really ready. So, um, um, uh, having having kids puts everything in perspective puts the value for most people work becomes pointless and meaningless after having kids especially women because the, the the bond and relationship you have with your children is so much more powerful and so much stronger than anything you have in your work that you know it's like if 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 you sit down and you say this 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 piece of paper with all these numbers and words on it is more important than my my kids um, yeah, if somebody tells me that this piece of paper with these numbers and words is more important than their children, then there's something wrong with these people. I won't, won't kill them. I'll just feel sorry that that uh, that they feel that way and. There are so many stories that people tell when they're older about the choices they made in their life to spend time with their work or spend time with their kids and they chose their work and every single person regrets it. Every single person regrets it. Regrets it. Um, so, yeah, the, I love my job, but my job doesn't mean anything when I'm with my kids. My time with children is not important to me because of what I teach them. It's important to me because of what they teach me. The children are a constant reminder of all of the things that you don't know. And what you what we don't know is much bigger than what we do know. So um, it's a constant reminder of what it is to be human. It's a constant reminder of what it is to 
to learn and to grow and to ask questions. And uh, it's a constant reminder of, of, of who we are. Constant, constant, always. They, they, um, if I have a problem, one of the f first groups of people that I that I go to with my problem is my kids. I ask my kids what what would they do. Now my my, my son is old enough to understand that question. My daughters are not, but I still ask them because. They, they don't have prejudice, and that's so powerful. Because the reason why we can't find answers to our problems in life is because we can't see them because we are blocking them ourselves with our own prejudice and our own history and our own confusion. But children don't have that. For children, the world is crazy, endless possibilities. It's a box of Lego that from from which you can build anything. And adults tend to look at the box of Lego and feel sorry that there's not more parts there or some extra different things or whatever they 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 have the, this pr this prejudice this this limiting aspect whereas children don't let that stop them adults think oh i'm not going to climb the tree because i might fall and children just see an adventure and they don't see falling as negative they see it as part of the experience, as part of the adventure. And so the, the children, I think, a lot of the time have the answers. And they need a little bit of guidance, a lot of freedom, and uh, positive experiences. And with those things, children can and and will change the world for the better. Adults get caught. Uh, there's a phrasal verb, caught up. It means you're trapped in something. You can't get out. And adults get caught up in life. Bills, which are important and stupid things at the same time. <laughs> um, we get caught up in bills. We get caught up in trends and fashions. We get angry at the news. or um, We get happy or sad depending upon if our football team or hockey team wins or loses. <laughs> which happens to all of us. We all feel like that, right? We all feel like that. And we all have things that we like and things that we follow and things that we're emotionally connected to. And um, yeah. But 
it's not really very important. Um, and it's definitely not as important as being with children, which for a lot of people is secretly the most frightening and scary thing in their world. You take most adults and put them in a room full of children and the adults will shit themselves. They're so scared. They don't know what to do. They are so disconnected from the world. Now, on the other hand, you get some people who just are naturally gifted at, at, at being with children and uh, playing with children and organizing children and, and teaching them and working with them. And that's that's fantastic. But my experience of adults is that a lot of them have very complex relationships with children, which is crazy because they were they were a child once as well. And they, they seem to have they seem to be caught up in this adult world and they, they've they've forgotten what it's like to be to be a child. Which is one of the great problems of education. Education looks fantastic, but it's designed by adults for adults. The children don't think in the way that education is designed. They're a completely different process. Um you know, there's this organization of 45 minutes in this classroom and 45 minutes in this classroom and then move over there and then move over there and then over there and those people move over here and these people move. Perfect organization, which is, of course, complete madness. Um, you know, the learning is absolutely natural. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, Borders give us direction. They let us know where we are. It's like a game without rules. Can you have a game without rules? Well, no, you can't. You need rules for the game because it makes it fun. <laughs> and you need to play, both teams need to play by the same set of rules. <laughs> Otherwise, you can't have a game. Um, do you know the Beatles song, All You Need Is Love? Da, 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 da. All you need is love. No, no. Come here. Come here. Uh, under, <laughs> under my picture of John Wayne, Americana, are the lyrics to the Beatles, All You Need Is Love, which sound a little bit crazy. You have to think about it a little bit. So it's very, very intelligent lyrics. I'll read them. There's nothing you can do that can't be done. There's nothing you can sing that can't be sung. There's nothing you can say, but you can learn how to play the game. And it's easy. Okay, there's nothing you can do that can't be done. What does that mean? You can do anything you want to do. This is what it means. You can do anything you want to do. There's nothing you can sing that can't be sung. You can sing anything you want to sing. There's nothing 
you can say, but you can learn how to play the game. You can learn how to play the game. Life is a game. There are rules. You can learn how to play it. It's easy. All you need is love. Do, 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 do. There's nothing you can make that can't be made. You can make anything you want to make. That can't be made. It's 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 ambiguous. It it it's hidden. The meaning is hidden, but it's very very simple. Uh, no one you can save that can't be saved. You can save anybody that you want to save. Nothing you can do, but you can learn how to be you in time. It's easy. There's nothing you can know that can't. There's nothing you can know that isn't known. There's, it's like there's nothing new in the universe. Everything that that is already is. Uh, there's nothing you can see uh, that I think that isn't shown. What you see is what there is. <laughs> There's, uh, I can't read the last part. Like There's nowhere you can be that isn't where you're meant to be. You are always exactly where you need to be to learn exactly what you need to learn. It's easy. All you need is love. In my opinion, the lyrics to this song are some of the most profound poetry of the 20th century. And because it's a pop song, it goes over people's heads. They don't think about it. Mm. And they just think about the chorus. All you need is love, do, 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 do. All you need is love, love, love is all you need. But this idea that life is a game and there are rules, and this is what I teach the teenagers, the younger teenagers that I work with. You don't like, and most of them don't like school. I said, you don't like school. You don't like school because you're not completely free there. You're not free because there are rules that you didn't make. Where else do you find rules that you didn't make in games? Every sport has rules. Now, when you learn the rules of the game, you can learn how to play the game. Because you're not going to win if you try to play by different rules. Everyone's going to look down on you or, or, or give you punishments or, or, or hate on you or whatever. But when you learn what the rules of the game are, then you can learn how to play the game and then you can win. But you're not going to win, you're not going to get anywhere until first you learn the rules of the game. And school is full of rules. Ways things need to be done, people that you need to speak to, orders that you have to follow, tasks you have to complete. There's no way around it. <laughs> so learn the rules of the game and you can get through the game. A lot of human relationships are, are part of those things. I did. I don't want it to 
seem like oh everything is 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 a game um but a lot of things connected to our life are work for example just like a game there are things that are happen in work that you that you like and the things that are happen that you don't like some days you'll win some days you'll lose some days people will break the rules and you won't like it <laughs> and you'll get frustrated but if we understand that there are certain rules that we have to follow then we're not going to get frustrated by things we don't understand happening <laughs> a lot of people get frustrated with that i don't understand why it's like this these are the rules these are the rules you know you you, you want to play football you can't pick up the ball and you know run with it in your hands it, it's a, it's a kicking game you use your feet and your legs um and these rules provide some structure and they they help people they also stop people from doing things as well that's the way that the world works and this is the way that we try to make things bigger better brighter and safer for for everybody and um the the point that you made was about borders and 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 rules and everything being wild um no i don't want everything to be <laughs> to, to be wild i i i i uh um i am a person who enjoys i enjoy a lot of structure in my life um and many of the things that i enjoy in life come come from elements of structure but i don't think we want to lose that sense of wonder and amazement and inevitable possibility that is the child looking up at the stars on a dark night and staring out into the universe and staring look looking out into the universe in amazement and wonderment at at a million questions that don't have answers meanwhile the the adults are halfway through a bottle of wine you know trying to escape from the prison that they feel their life is <laughs> life is full of temporary solutions to permanent problems <laughs> life is a bottle of wine is a temporary solution to a permanent problem um it um helps get you from today to tomorrow but it doesn't do any more than that so um that's my experience anyway <laughs> everything has its use everything has its reason alcohol as um phys yeah well but the, the the truth is that alcohol has been used as physio physiological and psychological medicine for thousands of years so um 
So much so that the recipes for alcohol were closely guarded secrets for thousands of years. See, in the world we live in today where alcohol is pervasive, it's everywhere, um, where we tend to think that the world was always like this. It wasn't until about 200 years ago. Alcohol was something which was limited, highly licensed, licensed and quite rare in a lot of communities. Um, simply because of the fact that people did stupid things <laughs> after after drinking too much and you know how much is too much it it it, it really depends um so there's the the important question is about the to solve temporary problems or to solve permanent problems if we go back to the, the lyrics of the song, there's nothing you can do that can't be done. Yeah, if we go back and, and use that as a reference, um, it 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 says do what you can do. Um, that which is in our power to change, we have a duty and responsibility to to exert some control over those things. That which is which it is not in our power to change, we should go with the flow, <laughs> right? Um, you know, if scientists decide, oh, the, the Earth is spinning too fast, we should try to slow it down. It's not a good idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the the universe has its, its its own harmony and balance. We shouldn't play with it too much. Um, so. I think for the visionary or for the kind of person who is a visionary, who can see clearly possibilities in the future, these people can solve the bigger problems, the permanent problems, but they have to understand that not everybody is a visionary and it's hard to bring the ideas of the visionary and the non-visionary together and very often they come into conflict um a classic example of that is <laughs> taxes right in society where visionaries see taxes as an obvious way to solve a very complex problem and those who can't see tomorrow are it's my money <laughs> right so and then they don't see how there's at the moment not a more effective way of, of solving the problem in society. How do we provide an education system without doing this? At the moment we can't, perhaps in the future and if the world becomes a more peaceful place we can we we can explore other options. Um but at the moment we can't. So um as much as I hate government-sponsored systems and taxation I'm not so stupid that I'm going to say hey let's let's all let's all be wild and have no systems and the world's going to be a beautiful place if we just don't do anything I, I, that's it, it, it's not that easy um, in general as a general rule 
you can only not have structure in structured societies. And you can only appreciate structure in unstructured worlds. What does that mean? Let's go back to the song. Let's go back to the song. There's nothing you can do that can't be done. There's nothing you can sing that can't be sung. There's a need for the principles of yin and yang, <laughs> of opposites. Where you have structure, you can have the beautiful experience of freedom knowing that you can always return to your structure. And, and, and so they complement each other very well. And where you have complete freedom, it's going to be really difficult to build anything at all unless you have some structure within the system. So they, they can't really exist without each other. Um, you know, perhaps, perhaps men would get on really well in the world if they only had male friends and women if they only had women friends. <laughs> but the biological nature of the universe requires men and women to cooperate. <laughs> And so through cooperation, um, grow and learn and share um, a variety of experiences. Um, so I really enjoy the idea of giving freedom to children, but I think you can only give it to them when they're structured, because giving them giving children more freedom in an already free situation it could get out of control very quickly. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, you... Yes, you don't... There's something called helicopter parenting. Hel helicopter parenting. The helicopter, you know what a helicopter is, right? And it's a, a hel helicopter parenting. It's when the parent is always observing and looking at everything their child is, child is doing. Um, as, as if they're in a helicopter above their child. And you you don't want everything so controlled that you that you don't have privacy, that you don't have intimacy, that you don't have unique experiences. Um, you don't want an Aldous Huxley's Brave New World where every human emotion can be analyzed and managed through drugs you, you don't want that because you we the balance of having a body allows us to have the chemical imbalance which is actually thinking in the human brain Oh, we need to balance the chemicals in the human brain. Well, yeah, if you did that, people would just stop thinking and they'll be brain dead. Because it's those chemical imbalances which, which I think cause thought and idea and expression and emotion and all of the things that bring us great joy in, in our lives. Um, you know, you see what happens to people in psychiatric hospitals when they pump them full of drugs. They just become like robots, which is better than them being completely crazy. Yeah, but you don't want a society of people like that. 
So, um, so you you want some form of creativity that gives us the art that is life, <laughs> um, the art that is in sport, for example. The there is an aesthetic beauty in watching an ice hockey player dance down the ice with the stick and the puck and avoid all the tackles and not get hit and score a goal. There's something extremely beautiful about that. And then all his friends jump on top of him. <laughs> top of him. I grew up playing sports. My mother is uh, was a sports teacher, so I grew up in the sports department of the school. I played everything and did everything, and and uh, so yeah, I that there's there's a big place in the world for sport. Um, and I think it brings a lot of joy to people. I, I, th I think there's a element of madness in it as well. And I, I, it doesn't mean that it's bad to have an element of madness in, in things. Um, you know, the people who do endurance running for three days across mountains, it's, it's kind of a bit mad, in my opinion. Um, there are some sports which I think should not exist, but I'm not against them, right? Uh, well, walking, I don't think should be a sport because I don't think that slow running, which is what walking is, I don't think slow running <laughs> is actually a sport. If it brings joy and excitement and pleasure to people, and it doesn't hurt anybody, then I support it. So if people want to have walking races against each other, I, 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 that's great, go and do it. Um, I will keep my distance and smile at the whole thing because it's funny for me, but um, I respect. I, <laughs> I, I respect them. Um, the same way that, you know, they will look at something that I like and think that that's a bit strange as well. So, I mean, we, we all have our personal character habits, our idiosyncrasies, the things that we do which are maybe a bit unusual for the people around about us. We all have those things. Idiosyncrasies. It's a habit that, it's a habit that somebody has which is their habit. You know it's them because of the idiosyncratic. Like, um, I don't know, if you, you walk into a kitchen and all the cups are on top of each other on the table and you, you know there's someone in the house who always does that with the cups just because, right? That's an idios it's idiosyncratic behavior. So we all, uh, yeah, some people draw little pictures on things. And, uh, um, um, I'm always talking about me. That's 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 one of the idiosyncrasies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, this is it's my best subject. <laughs> my best subject is me, because <laughs> I I I know about my own experiences. 
So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, sports are sports are necessary for life. The same way that art is necessary for life. The same way that religion and spirituality is necessary for life. They're all necessary. We need all of these things. Um, exercise and you know, for some people, individual sports activities. For some people, team activities. Um, we all, we all, we all need something, and we can enjoy them. Um, so, yeah, to children. So back to children. Children are the the source of all light and life and energy and anything good that exists in the universe. Adults are not. <laughs> People think, oh, the, the children are badly behaved. They're not half as badly behaved as the, as the adults. Adults are. Yeah, you know, children, children might get into fights, but they don't drop nuclear bombs on each other. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's the, the, the horrors of what adults do to each other is much worse and the horrors of what children do to each other. So, um, it's, um, it's, it's necessary that we observe and learn what we can from, from children because it, it takes us out of that adult world, out of that adult thinking into the, uh, the world of possibilities and I think that being a child is a bit like being a scientist because scientists are always experimenting to see if they can find a better way of doing things. They're discovering new things. And because they want to see what is possible and um, they want to maybe see if the rules can be broken or to see where the where the borders are to see where the lines are um and there's a there's a lot of flexibility within science because we can improve on our theories <laughs> about how everything works Yeah, it's just, there's nothing you can sing that can't be sung. There's nothing you can, nothing you can know that isn't known. There's nothing you can see that isn't shown. It, it's the world is here for us to to learn something from. Um, scientists study everything in reverse. This, this is what a lot of people forget, not including you and that group of people because you work in that area, but the science is the nature, the study, studying the nature of everything backwards so that we can learn how it goes forwards. <laughs> you know, you, you don't, you, you study how the flower or the tree grows, which is in essence understanding backwards how things work so that you can, you can, you can predict how they will go forwards. You can only study history. You can try to predict the future based on the past, but you have to you have to wait for it, <laughs> right? You don't have to wait for the past. So that there's a difference there. 
And if we take that principle and apply that to life, then the answers are in our past. And very often the experiences that we have or that we had when we were young um, dictate why we are who we are and uh, why we do what we do from the languages that we speak to the thoughts that we have to the food that we eat to the 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 interests that we show and uh, and our children are always open to open to everything and it's that idea that I, that I mentioned of, of no prejudice I know myself when I look at the world and I try to analyze it or understand things that I come from a place of such terrible prejudice that it's that it's almost impossible to see something clearly for what it really is. First of all, I have 40 years of experience. Second of all, I'm a man. So I, I, um, third of all, there are things that I know that I like and that I know that I that, that I don't like. And um, these are huge, huge borders and boundaries to get over. Um, a child doesn't have those borders and boundaries. Which very often leads to them finding a solution or an answer much faster than what adults do. Look at how quickly children forget about things. They'll be fighting and they'll be crying and then 10 seconds later they'll be playing together again. They forget about the conflict. They move on. Adults tend to hold on to the past. 